0: You're listening to The New Leaf Project, sharing stories from instigators, innovators, planters, and starters from across Canada. Hi, my name is Elle. And I'm Jared. And you are listening to The New Leaf Project. Today we have an interesting, interesting, out-of-the-box kind of thinking, at least in my mind, interview for you today. Who is this feller that you're talking to?
1: We're talking to Graham Singh. We've had him on the show before. Uh, uh, We're talking to him about his church planning plan in Montreal, where he is using the Alpha program to reboot, to replant a church right in downtown Montreal. Like you could not get more central in the city than where he is.
0: Like VHS tape, clip art man, Alpha. Well, Alpha.
1: I mean, I remember those too, where you had the big binder and you had the VHS Mm -hmm. tapes and the plastic binder and you pull those out. Uh, But Alpha has updated itself many times since the Clipart Man holding the big question mark.
0: I'm just checking. You see, I have fond memories of Alpha, but it was not a church planting tool. It was a spaghetti eating tool
2: because <laughs> what? my my
0: parents, because my parents, they helped run Alpha. And when I was young, all I knew is that they were going to this clip art man and they were going to eat spaghetti. So I got to eat a lot of spaghetti leftovers because of Alpha. So thank you uh, to Nikki Gumble for that. But a church planting tool, Alpha.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So all right. Alpha came out of the UK, out of a church called Holy Trinity Brompton. And it was one of the main mechanisms that they revitalized themselves. Uh, and they planted a, a group of churches and Graham is actually now part of that group of churches and he's one of the first uh, in Canada that that is looking to replant using Alpha. So hold your skepticism, hold your spaghetti. All right.
0: All right.
1: And... Give this a listen because I think uh, what Graham is up to is at least an interesting idea. And it should be considered because, um, well, Graham has a lot of experiences. He saw it with his own eyes, what Alpha can do uh, in the Canadian context, in the UK context. Uh, the UK is very similar to Canada in its kind of post-Christendom Realities. So just give this one a chance and and give it a listen. There's more than spaghetti going on. I promise you that, Al.
0: All right, here we go. This is Graham Singh here on the New Leaf Project.
1: Hello, everybody. It's uh, Jared Siebert here with Graham Singh. We're right here in the heart of Montreal, um, right in the downtown. Rue Saint Catherine, Catherine, a um,
2: good accent, Jared. Thank you, thank you. I'm working on it. We're right on the corner of Rue Saint Catherine and, and, uh, and Bishop, Rue, Guy? Rue Bishop, Oh, Bishop. Yeah, okay. and we're right next to Rue Cres- uh, Crescent, okay, Crescent Street. Uh, really, right in the heart of downtown Montreal. It's great to be here.
1: And so uh, you're working on a, a church plant. Uh, at, at, and you're using the building of uh, that was formerly known as Saint James Anglican. Is that, yes, that's right. Yep. Um, and uh, and what I think is so unique about your story is that you're using the Alpha program as a as a as a like a primary tool to get this church plant off the ground. Exactly. Now I want to talk to you about that in a minute, but before we get to how you're actually using Alpha to do that, um,
2: tell me how you first got involved. With, with Alpha? So I first got involved with Alpha through uh, moving to the UK to study. And the, the, the home of Alpha, it's a church called Holy Trinity Brompton. And after finishing my uh, graduate school and starting to work in advertising, I started walking past this church. You know, we talk about, you know, yeah. attractional church. Well, mm-hmm. this was very attractional because I found there were like hundreds of beautiful women pouring out of the doors of this church. And I thought, man, I, I'm going to have to go and check this out. And I'd kind of grown up in a traditional church environment, but um, it, uh, I would not have called myself a follower of Christ at that point. But I really just saw something going on there. I thought, I better go and have a look. And before you knew it, They had invited me onto this thing. I had never really understood, I'd heard about in the distance, this alpha course. And I went in as somebody who'd grown up with knowing lots of the Bible, going to Sunday school, and even went to Christian school. But it was in this environment where there was space for the questions I had. It wasn't just to kind of stand up, sit down, Sunday service. right? And I realized this was central to everything that was going on in this church. And there were, yeah, there were beautiful women. One of those, uh, I met my wife there. So that's how I can, okay. I can right. tell that it story. It paid off for you. It paid off. <laughs> it okay. paid off and, and I was not the only one. <laughs> there were loads of people there for that reason. And, uh, and, you know, actually it was kind of fun because being in the middle of a city with, you know, we talk about young professionals. Many young professionals are hoping to meet a life partner. They want to change the world and they want to do it with somebody else. And this was a church where we could talk about those things. And my faith came alive. I sat in the back of one of their Bible study groups after dropping out of Alpha three times, and I realized what they were doing in their Bible study groups was the same as what they were doing on Alpha. They were worshiping God with passion. They were eating together. They gave that space for questions. And I realized this wasn't just about some bolt-on course like a booster engine this alpha thing was was really the central engine of this church and i found it so attractive and it was the place really where for the first time in my life my relationship with jesus christ flourished and grew
1: Hmm. so you uh your passion for alpha goes super
2: deep it goes super deep it goes super deep and Really the environment. We talk about uh, in church planting lingo, don't we, about a leadership pipeline or being in a discipleship environment. That's Mm -hmm. exactly what I experienced having made this decision for Christ. I realized I was surrounded by people who were willing to spend time with me, teaching me, showing me their ways. And, you know, in church planting lingo, we talk about this leadership pipeline being like almost like a ladder diagram Mm -hmm. uh, where Mm -hmm. you go from leading yourself to leading others. Mm -hmm. to leading leaders, to leading teams, to leading churches, and to leading networks. And in Church Planting Lingo, we talk a lot about those who are leading churches and networks. But what I realized with Holy Trinity Brompton and Alpha was this engine that was stirring up activity of those beginning to lead themselves and leading others. There was a simple mechanism to have these very, very easy-to-run group discussions, but where people went through... I, I work out now about 120 pieces of scripture in an alpha course. And to find a way of getting people through these pieces, both new Christians or new seekers, mm-hmm. as well as—and this has been the trick for me as a pastor now. You know, this is the fourth church, by the grace of God, we've had the, the privilege of, of planting— I've realized that the wonderful thing about Alpha is what it does for existing Christians. People who say, I just want to study Romans for the 10th time this year. You know, (laughs) I would love to have time to study Romans for the 10th time this year. But actually, sometimes they lose their missional heart. Okay. And I saw that for me as a Christian and for others, being involved with Alpha was something that kept our faith fresh. It became this engine of church planting and multiplication. And it's why here, as you say, Jared, right in the heart of downtown Montreal, I'm still as keen as I was that that first experience kind of 14 years ago, uh, that this is a model that that, that, that that is working for us.
1: And I, I think that that's, that's something that may not have occurred to church planters is that Alpha can be used as a, as a church planting tool. So let's talk a little bit about how you're using Alpha right now. Yeah. Um. Uh, in in this church, so tell us a yeah. little bit about the situation yeah. that you're in. You're so, in you're in St James. Yeah. Uh, the the building that was St James. So Anglican. yeah, I'll
2: just kind of here's some crazy numbers. And I, I'm aware that some of our listeners are you know just sitting in the 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 kind of their one bedroom apartment, just praying for what God will do with this yeah. this church planting dream. And and brother or sister or brother and sister, we're praying for you. We're praying that this. This whole podcast series will inspire you and, and, and allow God to fill you with fresh vision. But I want to tell you something that's just got to be from... It's so different. <laughs> Imagine this church. This is probably a $25 million site. Easily. Right Easily. in the heart of Montreal. Yeah. We're on the yeah. Concordia campus. Uh, the church here had... Ten years ago, they had over $3 million in the bank. And over the past 10 years, they have spent around $250,000 more per year than they were bringing in. They were spending holy it on a, on a, actually, they didn't even use any holy smoke uh, in the <laughs> end, but they they had this great choir. Up the road, we use a lot more smoke than, than they used here. But uh, it was a very high church um, okay. by Canadian standards. By Anglican standards, there were still a few more layers. mid <laughs> mid-high church. We, we call it how high up the candle are you. Okay. So it was kind of middle way up the candle. And lovely people, but they got themselves into trouble. And uh, as of about a year ago, they wanted to, they were looking to sell the hall here. And that would have released probably around $5 million. And then they could have kind of kept the party going. Right. And we have a new bishop here, Bishop Mary Irwin Gibson, who is just a champion of the faith. And she is a woman of prayer, uh, a passionate um, charismatic christian Uh, if you have breakfast with bishop mary she'll she'll often just kind of stop in the middle of breakfast with her hands up in the air just declaring and prophesying in jesus name she'll start praying in tongues she'll drive you to wherever you need to drive and she'll start praying for the place where you're ministering that day she's she's i got my hands up as i'm describing her because she is a hands-up bishop and uh she's a hands-up heart open bishop and she's got our hearts and it's been amazing to see her speaking the truth in love, which is exactly what she did here, and said to the congregation, guys, you got to close. Everything you know here has got to end. And it was hard for her to manage that, hard for my predecessor here, uh, Archdeacon Linda, who, who ran things here at St. James's, but the church closed. We then had the opportunity, and... From the time in the UK to, I guess, filling in the story of being ordained in a new training program in the Church of England and leading two church plants into historic buildings in the UK, that was my planting experience, the Lord called us, we we strongly believed back to this, my my home and native land, born in Guelph, Ontario, uh, and uh, and the Lord called us back here to, to pray and ask Was it possible? Was this picture of replanting historic buildings using alpha as our main tool, was it of any use in Canada? And so that dream came together with this reality, and the space was opened up for a new vision. Part of what I've been working on is realizing, and this is uh, the core of my doctoral work at Asbury Seminary uh, that I'm right in the middle of now, is realizing as one uh, Methodist thinker, uh, George Hunter III, he said this. He said, this guy's like in his 80s. Mm-hmm. He, said, he said, I've studied in my, my lifetime as an academic, I've studied over 100 published papers on the renewal of American Methodism alone, and I have one conclusion. What was that? None of them work. Huh. His message was, you take a new pastor with a new vision and put them onto a church that has died, and actually that... That dead environment can kill any new vision. And really? for those of you who are coming, those of you who are denominational leaders or looking at coming into this, the lesson we've learned I mean, this is the thing that I've been kind of riffing on is, is this idea that we worship a dead, alive God. Okay. Right? If Jesus was kind of hiding in the cave for three days, uh, or if Jesus was rebooted, <laughs> it, 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 our faith doesn't work. He died and then he rose again. We know what it means to be dead, alive people to okay. die to ourselves and be alive only for him in lots of different traditions we describe this but what does it mean to see dead alive churches churches that actually die actually close down in the knowledge and faith that Jesus is alive that his ways are higher than our ways we trust him that you know Jesus is going to you know God is going to make it through this problem that we're facing you ever have that mm-hmm. you know somebody's facing mm-hmm. a problem in the church and they think this problem is so bad God might not make it through. (laughs) (laughs) So when we can realize God is going to make it through, let's let this close. We can start again. And that there's a long winded way, Jared, to get back to your original question of how we're using alpha. Well, we're using it now in this blank slate, this beautiful empty space. You described it as one of the the most significant urban spaces, street corners in Canada. and, And it, it's not a flattering thing it's just a it's just reality that's reality like i can't there's probably 10
1: street corners in canada maybe ten, twenty, 20 and this is that's in like in terms of the number of people that pass by the number of people that uh yeah like that
2: live their lives within uh sight of this this that's right this corner that's right it's an amazing spot and such a privilege to be here so it's for, for all of those reasons. We said, let's pray and listen carefully as to how God could use this incredible gift of a blank slate. So what we did is we said to anybody who kind of liked the sound of what we were doing and maybe came from a Christian background and anybody who just started hearing about what we were doing, we started doing a few films on social media. Uh, my favorite one so far was when I dressed up as the Easter Bunny. I,
1: I saw that <laughs> one, <Yeah. laughs>
2: and I went out on on the Rue Saint Catherine in the middle of the St Patrick's Day parade with a big sign that said, um, "Help me reopen this closed church." You know, like as in me was referring in the first person to the Easter Bunny. Easter Bunny, <laughs> um, and uh, we said we have one message: Easter is about more than the bunny. It's c'est, c'est plus qu'un lapin. And uh, we had these placards on, on signs that the Easter Bunny held out. And it, it that ended up ending... It got a bit rowdy in the end with um, somebody asking if the bunny likes grass. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize they were they were blowing marijuana smoke up the bottom of my my <laughs> my, right? my bunny helmet. I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> so we try some crazy things here, and uh, we're learning, which is why we, we we wanted something a bit more effective. Well, you know, we got out on the street. We're taking some risks. Um, but what do you do when people start coming into the church that way? Mm-hmm. And to me, to be able to offer them the basics of who Jesus is, why did He die? Why and how can we pray? How does God guide us? Does God heal today? These are the questions people really have. Mm -hmm. And that's why we're using Alpha here. We're calling this the pre-planting stage. So we probably got about 70 people here meeting on a Sunday. We have a children's church that studies the same subject as what we do each week. Where where did those 70
1: people come from?
2: You know, Jehovah has just gyroed. You know, (laughs) the Lord has provided. Um, Social media has been really helpful i got to say, there are people who've been praying for something like this. Something which is, um, we call it sometimes three-stream. It's sacramental, it's charismatic, it's biblically based. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes there are churches that are very biblically based, but maybe they wouldn't call themselves particularly open to the Spirit. Or maybe they are those things, but they're not particularly connected to the historical church. There's this sweet spot that I think people are... Are hungry for it's what um, it's what I live in my bones, and some people have been waiting for this, and it's been so exciting. Um, we we um, in prayer the other day we realized we had a group on our planting core team that's developing a group of simians, a group of people who've been waiting patiently for the Lord to reveal Himself, and not that the Lord hasn't been revealing Himself in other ways. I'm not you know talking uh, badly about other churches, but there's been a sense of waiting. And so the Lord you provided. mean
1: Simeon like from the Bible, not uh, Simeon apes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay. All, right. All right. And so so if someone who's listening at home or in their car here um, was interested in how you could use Alpha to yeah. maybe form a core group yeah. or grow your church, like, can you give us a, yeah. a couple of hints as to what you do? So you use social media, you use yeah. some ways of,
2: of, of sort of Advertising the Alpha course. Um, We put up posters outside. We handed out thousands of postcards at the St. Patrick's Day parade while we were doing the bunny thing. Uh, I hit the boosted post on Facebook all the time. Okay. I put up photos of funny little things like, uh, you know, I don't know, like a kid painting a sign to say welcome. Uh, Usually, you know, kind of just shamelessly use photos of my own kids on Facebook. Right, right, right. Uh, (laughs) So child labor. Child labor. It always works. Um, here in Montreal, I mean, we always, with Alpha, we always try to do something special with the food to make okay. people feel like they're invited. So, hey, I mean, we've had a competition here amongst Montreal coffee roasters to see who's going to be, like, our main coffee okay. supplier. Okay. And so we have great coffee. We uh-huh. have fresh bagels. Okay. Um, oh, run, that's, that's yeah, very I Montreal. I mean, that's very yep. Montreal. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny. Um, uh, the Great Bagel Bakery right near here is, like, a famous old Montreal bakery. It's run right. by Indians. Okay. <laughs> Okay, (laughs) And I'm Indian. So it's kind of like funny, man, the bagel shops run by Indians, the churches run by Indians, like what could be more Canadian, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So we do something a bit special with the bagels uh, run by Indians and they're, man, they're good bagels. And uh, we just have a great time here. We open the doors up. We have a bit of worship. That's Mm -hmm. a part of alpha as well to say, Hey, we don't want you to have to sing, but we do want you to see what Christians do. Right. Uh, And then we have that teaching. Then we have group discussion. That's alpha.
1: So, so there's been some. There's an advertising aspect to it. Then there's the, like sort of honing the space or or trying to add, cultural elements and make people feel as at home as possible. I mean, food is a very very important part of the alpha process. Absolutely. And then it's just doing it. Yeah. It's just doing it. And so at the end of your,
2: how many alpha courses will you have run by
1: the time you actually have your core team together?
2: So we're, we're looking to run this one alpha course as our, our central gathering place. Okay. Okay. And it's also a way of teaching Christians who've been Christians for a long time that I, I will take a risk on a new Christian, giving them an opportunity to lead if their heart is in the right place. Even if their mind is not yet filled with all the different Bible things that we want them to learn, if they are seeking after Christ in an active way, I would rather throw them a bone in leading right. than somebody who maybe has great Bible knowledge, but their hearts become a little bit hard. So one Alpha course to me is all you need to get that dynamism going. And as we launch into Sundays in September that might look more like Sunday celebrations, I want us to be really careful to not slip into this kind of Sunday service idea. You know, where's my worship? Where's my teaching? Uh, Usually when people ask those questions, I say, you know, this might not be the right place for you. (laughs) This is a place where if you know the Lord, you're here to serve. Um, I remember somebody saying to me, the you know, how many alpha courses are we going to need to do? Uh, You know, and I said, you know, can you imagine if you were working in a gas station and you said, how many tanks full of gas are we going to have to pump? <laughs> right? Like we pumped all the gas last week. Why are we going to have to pump gas again right, next right. week? You know, this is the precious thing we have. We are only here to offer out the goodness and the truth that God has given us. And if we get bored of that, well, I'd rather just end everything else that we're doing to okay. restore that, that kind of fire. So
1: how many times would you run it in a year?
2: We'd run it at least twice. Okay. Sometimes three times.
1: So, um, so when just just give me an yeah. idea of what the calendar might look like. Yeah.
2: So, I mean, in this case, we've actually, in order to underline this thing with the Sunday services, we don't have anything else on a Sunday other than Alpha. Uh, starting in September, we'll have Sunday gatherings, celebrations, look like a great kind of informal worship service, mm-hmm. and then we'll probably run Alpha from October until Christmas on a let's say on a Wednesday night. Okay. In the middle of that course, uh, I think. Like kind of middle of November, we run a retreat day where we cover all the teaching related to the Holy Spirit. That's the Holy
1: Spirit weekend yeah. that they talk about. So that so you're, you'll do two, maybe three a year. Yeah, and then uh, and that's going to be the regular rhythm of 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 life around here.
2: Yeah. So let's just dial back a bit to say September is such an important time, isn't it, for all of us to start right. up the season of the church. Yeah. So. September is a great time to talk about it. October, you start the course, run it to Christmas. There's no point going past the first week of December because right. everybody starts doing Christmassy stuff. Right. Then in sometime towards the end of January, beginning of February, everybody you've met at Christmas, they'll come back on Sunday mornings and say, hey, in a couple of weeks, we're going to be starting this alpha thing. And all the people who've been on the alpha course before Christmas, well, they're going to be helping, leading, and helping on it. So there's a great kind of handover uh, into that next group. And, um, hey, it's great. I love putting Easter right in the middle of an alpha course. And then you get to heading towards May 2-4 when that second course will right. end. Okay. What I've learned in Canada is, I mean, basically, as soon as you're after Easter and definitely as you head towards May 24 there's no point organizing yeah. anything in the church <laughs>
1: yeah yeah, yeah. there's a brave. dead spot yeah. yeah
2: and that's the time where you can send people out that's what we're doing this summer sending people out to meet in small groups in lots of different ways okay and follow up on what they've been doing with them okay
1: now that's sort of the present how do you see where do you see this going on into the future so back to this leadership pipeline
2: idea and back to the idea of churches closing that we talked about in, uh, in our previous podcast, this is a time where I and many other leaders in Canada are praying for a radical multiplication of church planting into historic buildings in Canada. My prayer is that we trust the leaders that God is making through spirit encounter, Bible encounter, Christ encounter. And we get ready to see these leaders sent out. Um, I love Eugene Peterson's, I love Eugene Peterson in general. Mm, Have you doesn't? seen his new Bono interview? Oh, it's isn't amazing. It's so isn't good. It? Yeah, yeah. I, do you know Contemplative Pastor? Do you know that mm-hmm. book? I'm very, very familiar with it. Yeah, I recommend that book to anybody who's yeah. listening. He says, one of the things he says there, he says, I will never pastor a church of more than 300 people. And I remember reading that and thought, I think that's the same for me too. And in our network of churches at Holy Trinity Brompton in the UK, where we've seen something like 50 churches replanted using this model. Okay. Um, We didn't try to grow big churches. We tried to grow multiplying churches. And so my prayer is we keep the intake, which is alpha. Uh We keep the discipleship engine, which is the core of the church. And we keep the output, which is multiplication. Okay. And sometimes what we've seen is actually the output becomes, let's grow a bigger and bigger and bigger church. And although that has some fun things, and there's right, 150 right. churches in Canada now that are over 1,000 people. Um, I love my my big church, bros and sisses. And as you mm-hmm. know, Jared, we were based in a large church when we first got back to Canada. Right. I actually don't think too many people really like. Art churches. <laughs> there, there, there
1: can be kind of a, a very impersonal aspect to, to, the, to the larger church experience for sure.
2: So what if we were to grow multiplying churches of 300 people? The kind of places where we might start running an alpha type environment here, but what if somebody else came with an idea for a missional community that we could actually House here, we could give some covering to and see something stretch out. I mean, we, we have four Mandarin speakers uh, here at the church now, which I'm so excited about. We're running bilingually right now in French and in English. But what if we had 20 Mandarin speakers here? What difference would that make? Hmm. What if we realized that running a church for primarily Mandarin speaking people needed a completely different expression? Um, my wife was kind of chatted up the other day. We were uh, having lunch at um, our favorite Lebanese grocery store right next to our house. It's our favorite grocery store that happens to be Lebanese. Does that make sense? Yes. And, uh, and uh, four women, all wearing hijabs, uh, two wearing burqas, came mm-hmm. to talk to my wife and I. They wanted to know about the pushchair that we had, the buggy, the baby buggy. Okay. And I thought, here we are. In the center of downtown Montreal, being chatted up by four Iraqi women wearing veils. What does this mean for church planting? How yeah. do we respond? I wanted to ask you yeah. uh,
1: something about the Alpha program because um, if people haven't been paying attention yeah. lately, um, they're thinking it's still on VHS and it's still Nicky. I'm Gumbel. so
2: glad you asked that because uh, that. I mean, the first thing is everything Alpha has is free. Um, there were a few pivotal moments in the story with Alpha. One was when the Roman Catholic Church came and they said, could we build our own Alpha? And we said, actually, no, you can't. But you could build this Alpha with us. So Alpha became radically multi-denominational. We've had Baptists, Pentecostals, Orthodox, Catholic building this thing. The other is, actually, it happened in China. We started releasing Alpha materials on a, uh, what we called a super DVD, the Alpha super DVD. This was about 10 years ago. And we said, copy it freely. And it's taken us that long to catch up with the kind of church resource world to realize unless we give everything away free, it's not going to spread virally. So first of all, everything's free. Second of all, there's been an incredible investment in a completely new, let's call it a, a product of Alpha, um, a package of Alpha called the Alpha Film Series. It's just been released. We're releasing it in a, um, we're using a translated French here first. We're releasing that here at St. James's uh, later this, this fall. But it is released in English right now. And this Alpha film series has been filmed all around the world in the Holy Land, in St. Paul's Cathedral, with Roman Catholic cardinals and Pentecostal preachers and Nikki Gumbel, who is the kind of pioneer of Alpha. Mm-hmm. It's very fast moving. So there's, you're never on a scene for too long. It's very millennial that way. The filming is beautiful. And it just looks incredible um, in a space. You know, we, As you've seen next door in the church, we've installed mm-hmm. these new... Uh, new display monitors with this bright crisp color it's it's not it's not your VHS uh, right. from back in the day it's a whole new thing it's all available on alpha.org and anybody uh, there's a new alpha builder that you can you can check out basically how to go from a decision to try to run alpha to being able to run it in a space of a few seconds um, don't skip the training there's some new training videos done it only takes about 40 minutes to do the core training mm-hmm. um, but it's all there, it's all free, it's all available it's all so new.
1: <laughs> if 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 there's a planter that's listening to to this uh podcast and they're thinking, huh, how do I get a core group together yeah. uh something you've done four
2: separate times
1: has been, yeah, start with alpha,
2: yeah. I would. I would uh, drop a name in here, Stephen Mulder, on the Alpha Canada staff. Stephen is a church planter himself. He has also been using Alpha in a church planting environment for for many years. And uh, he is a resource available to any Canadian planter who uh, who needs some help with trying to do this. It is our number one tool. It's not the only tool. Of and course it's, not. what a course wonderful course thing to be able to talk about something we love. That's great.
1: Well, uh, thanks a lot for telling us about what you're up to here in uh, Montreal. Um... Uh, if, if folks want to get connected, if, yeah. if, if any of the listeners are in Montreal and they want to be connected yeah. to what you're doing or maybe be your next your next site or whatever. Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, how would they get in, in touch with so you? So a couple of websites that, uh, we could probably list as links as well in this post, but just to shout them out there, st. James Montreal.org mm-hmm. is our, uh, website for the plant here. ChurchPlantingCanada.ca is the organization that you, Jared and I are both part of yep. and have been for a number of years, networking all kinds of church planters around Canada, alpha.org and alpha Canada. You can find all kinds of stuff, uh, on there. And, um, what else do we miss? I think those are, those are really the big ones there. On Facebook, I try to bring this stuff to life. Mm-hmm. And if you want to find me on there, I'm Rev Graham Singh. And uh, same on Twitter. And uh, just trying to bring some color, some life to this. And if you're out there doing some of this stuff, share your stories. It's, uh, it's wonderful to stay in touch. And uh, bless you. Uh, we're praying for you. We're believing you're out there. And uh, we're so glad. Uh, I know Jared and I just have this opportunity to, uh, to talk together.
1: All right, Graham, thanks for your time today, and thanks for sharing your story. I appreciate it.
0: Well, Jared, Alpha as a church planting tool, not just a spaghetti eating tool. You know what? That was a great interview. I was really encouraged by what Graham is trying. I loved a whole bunch of things. Of course, you know, the fact that he's a fellow Guelphite. Always makes me happy, uh, people from Guelph. But I love that he was talking about multiplying churches, people getting involved, serving right away, and using Alpha. I would have never thought of that, but you know what? It sounds like some good stuff, and I'm really glad that he shared that story with you. Well,
1: I'll be honest with you, Elle. I, I hadn't heard of that before that interview either, um, uh, or at least I hadn't thought very deeply about it. And I'm really excited that we got, we got to get this story out there because I think this is a simple tool and alpha makes it really easy to participate mm-hmm. and church plants. I'm not saying this is what you should do. You must do, you got to do it, um, but give it a look. It, it might surprise you. And, and the new alpha stuff, um, my, my son's uh, going through it as part of the youth group and, and they're having a great time with it. And it's been really helpful in helping my son, find a new way to connect to his faith, but also some of his friends are, are finding, finding Jesus in the middle of this. So it's, it's exciting stuff. I'm glad we got the, wow. the story out there. If people want to get a hold of Graham Singh, you can do it a bunch of ways. He's, he's all over the place on the web. He is at org. So that's Graham Singh is S-I-N-G-H dot org. Um, He's on your LinkedIn. He's the executive director of Church Planning Canada, so you can look him up there. He's also uh, the local pastor who's serving at St. James Montreal, so you can look them up there. If you're in Montreal, we've got a number of listeners who are out in Quebec, so if you're in Montreal and you're listening, go visit Graham. He's a great guy. He'll take you out for a cup of coffee. He'll treat you like royalty, and he'll tell you what he's doing because he's very excited about it, and maybe this is something worth checking out in your own church.
0: That's awesome. As always, thanks so much for listening to the New Leaf Project. we always having great conversation over on Facebook. Check us out. Leave us a review if you like what we're doing. If you're not sure about it, either way, we would love to hear from you. And you can always send us an email if you've got somebody that you would love us to interview. An interesting story like this, someone thinking outside the box, we would love to hear from you. Info at newleafnetwork.ca. We would absolutely love to hear from you because we want to share stories from people all across Canada doing new things, starting new things, or revitalizing old things Mm -hmm. like Alpha. So hit us up. And we will see you next time here on the New Leaf Project. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the New Leaf Podcast. You can find us on the web at newleafnetwork.ca or head on over to our Facebook page, New Leaf Network. We have events, workshops and conversations happening all the time. We would love if you could join us as we share the stories of planters and stars all across Canada.